Welcome, everyone, once again to another episode of the Listen to Your Parents podcast. It's time to sit around, perhaps pop open a cold one, with your old pals, your old dad pals, Matt, here in Pittsburgh, and uh, joining me from across town, uh, fellow dad. This is strictly a dad cast tonight. <laughs> Doug is back. Doug, it's been a few minutes. But you're back with us, and I, I thank you for that. Get off my virtual lawn, you whippersnapper. <laughs> Your fresh haircuts and all. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you want to start there? I mean, I mean, we might as well okay. just branch off of where we left off last week talking for at length about home haircuts. And then we'll move on to facial hair, which is a promised discussion point <laughs> for tonight also. Um, Doug? Uh, just a moment ago, I asked you a very simple question. Doug, have you attempted the Corona haircuts at your own house? Yes. And, and uh, <laughs> so it, it's been fantastic for my kids. They look pretty sweet with their cuts. And we did some before and afters. And my oldest had like the, the long, curl, like wavy, like really good looking hair. And then we're like, we got to cut it because it's just way too long and it's getting too hot. And he got this like super tight cut that and long on the top that he looks like a 90s kid. So I was happy. I'm like, dude, this this could work for you. And then my youngest, we just shaved that head. Okay. All right. So (laughs) that, well, I shouldn't say shave, but we gave him like, I think it was like a two maybe across the top of his head. And he's like, that's fine. I hate haircuts. So go ahead. Well, that's good. I, I was going to ask you what kind of um, instruction or training you uh, sought out before you did that. Obviously, just running the uh, the clippers over your kid's head on the number two setting requires no training. But how about your other child? Like, where did you um, attain the skills and or the confidence to even attempt to uh, cut your own child's hair? Uh, I'll be 100% honest. I held the camera while my wife cut it. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't want that responsibility that if it got screwed up, it's on me. And right. dad ruined my life. And at least if my wife was doing it, she knows enough about it that she could kind of work it in and make it work. Me, I would just say, let's just shave the whole head. Right. And with my youngest, I had a, a pretty tight cut for a few years also back in the day, back in the early pod camp days. Mm. So shaving heads is no problem for me. All right. But when it came down to my hair, then apparently I, I sneezed or I jerked enough that um, there's like a chunk missing like over here, but I still have bangs, which isn't bad. Like the rest yeah. of it looks fine. But I looked in the mirror and went, oh, that's when I moved. Uh oh. But the nice thing is I can wear hats and I don't have to be in an office for at least another three or four months. So, yeah. I mean, the nice thing about hair is that in theory, it will one day grow back. Now, get a little bit older, get a haircut, you do run the risk that perhaps it might not grow back, or at least some of it. But Well, I okay, found that I have more, I've got more gray hairs than I realized when we were cutting my hair. I looked at it and went, oh, oh, look at that. Oh. <laughs> I don't usually see. Because my hair, was, I, I didn't have it cut for two and a half months. So it, it was fairly long. Well, at least by my standards, it was long. And I looked at it going, I'm going to get back long hair. Whoa, I haven't had this since like poor college kid days. This is gonna be <laughs> great. Like back in the days where I'd hang out the shaggy dog kind of oh, days. 
goodness. I can't believe you went with that deep cut. Um, we're going to tell each other Shaggy Dog stories uh, here <laughs> after we're done here because... Which I'm is no more with Shaggy Dog. Oh, that's too bad. Sad to hear that. Cause I think it's somebody's memories. house now. <laughs> that's but not... We, we can talk about that later. Yeah, we need to talk about that later. Eerie that's, times. That's uh, listen to your parents after hours. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the gold. Um, this is my hair right now. This is easily three months. Uh, I am discouraged by the lack of problems up here. This top area is front area is staying pretty much standard and uh, status quo, and that's not good. You know, I would like to see some kind of you know coverage, but it's just kind of staying back there. Uh, a little disheartening, um, but th- you know that's okay. Um, as far as my own kids, uh, if anyone listened to the show last week, you heard us tell the story about uh, me watching YouTube videos for hours on end trying to figure out how to cut my the heads of my two sons. I did. It turned out okay. It's had about a week to grow back, and it's looking even better. So that's the nice thing about the haircut. They grow back. Um, Doug, um, we should discuss facial hair too. <laughs> um, I did not expect it. You are looking quite rugged, um, and uh, I, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention to your facial hair. But like, what are we doing on, on right now, Doug? Are we, we growing a beard? We, did we shave it down to a goatee? Or, or what, what? What's the philosophy? I, I think I think part of it up. See, tell you that kids are around and, and then they show up. <laughs> of course they are. See, there he is. This is so. This is one of the. Uh, there we go. The youngest. That there's his haircut. You can barely. That see. is a good haircut. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Kids, see there, kids see, do your parents a favor. It, ask for the short, short haircut. Do them a favor. Short, short haircut. Give them a chance okay. for success. He's a good promotional tool. I like that. <laughs> so I, I do have the uh, the facial hair go. I well, you can't see so much now because the lighting. But so I had like the big poofy beard thing going, and I mm-hmm. had to trim that down to match the rest of the hair. But I only grow beards for playoff times. So if you're a Penguins fan, we're kind of used to that by now, right? Uh, if you're a Flyers fan, it probably doesn't usually last more than a month or a couple weeks. Just so yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's growing in. Um, I, I'm starting to get attached to it. Before, I didn't like it at all, but I, it was more of a principle. Like, I'm not going to shave this until after this is over because, dang it, I never get a chance to grow a beard. And I want to see what it looks like. Right. And then I went, oh, my God, I can't grow a beard. This is hideous. It's like Joe Dirt growing a beard. I mean, it's not – don't be it's, too hard on yourself. That, it's it's trimmed hard. up now. Like, yeah. before, I have a picture from before where it was like, like yeah. just bad. Yeah. I, I I can't grow one to save my life, but uh, one of my one of my coworkers has uh, a glorious beard, and I I sent him a message that I'm trying to catch up to you. Uh, I hope you you haven't really. Sh- I hope you shaved a little bit. And he said well, we need to get on Zoom, so we did a happy hour. I'm like, dang it, because his beard was in like mm-hmm. like, got like a mountain man. Yeah, I'm like, dang it, I was hoping to catch up to you. <laughs> That didn't happen. So I'm keeping this at least yeah, maybe for a few more weeks. We'll see. You I see, don't know. I'm not used to the mustache thing. 
Yeah, that's always interesting too. So, so beard growing is not an issue for me. Um, it just, it, you know, I, I, I will, I will trim, you know, to get it back under control, and then, you know, two or three days will pass by, and it will be in full assault again on my entire face. Um, but an interesting thing that happened um, last week, in fact, right after we were done with our show on Thursday night, <laughs> a week ago tonight, um, after we're done recording the show. Uh, my cousin from Buffalo and his wife, Chris and Elena, if you're scoring at home, they are chatting me up afterwards. And my cousin, Chris, who is like desperately trying to grow some sort of facial hair, um, apparently that gene skipped him. <laughs> and um, talking about, you know, we should all grow mustaches. And then that leads to, Matt, why haven't you ever worn, uh, worn, a, gro- worn a goatee instead of just a full beard in my answer to him was that, you know, if you can grow a full beard, you don't stop at the goatee, you grow the full beard and you do that for those who cannot grow the full beard, you do it in their honor. But (laughs) so, but anyway, as if some sort of like internet inception, they plant this idea in my brain about the goatee, the thing that I've never, ever done facial hair wise, at least not since, you know, those vague attempts when we were all in college, we all tried it back then. Um, so, you know, the following day, I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta trim this beard. It's out of control. It's 90 degrees. I'm sweating, and this cannot stand. And I start to trim my beard, and then I stop, and I go, well, you know, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just leave this here and just see if I can <laughs> do that. So, yeah, so my, uh, my cousin and his wife, they brainwashed me into growing a goatee, and now I have it. And now, you know, the, the Sorg has seen it and the internet has seen it and it's become quite a fun thing. I've become the mirror universe version of myself. And, um, yeah, so that's why I have a goatee. Um, and how long will it last? I don't know. Probably till it gets too hot and I get sick of it because it has been pretty hot around here lately. It's been an air conditioning kind of a uh, week, wouldn't you say, Doug? I have to say that my uh, – so we have central air, uh, but it doesn't go above the first floor. <laughs> Oh. So it's it's centralized to the first floor because it's an old unit, and we just I don't know. It's we've heard different things from different uh, different guys that we've had come out to the house to look at it, especially for insulation around here. They're like, yeah, you you know, there's no airflow upstairs. I was like, really, Captain Obvious? Tell me some more. Why why is that? And I've heard so many different stories because air will get up there, just doesn't get up there very well. So about a year or two ago. I took some of the vents off on the our top floor just to kind of look around to see uh, where I could run some cabling. And I noticed that the previous owner, their kids apparently shoved toys down the vents. Oh, no. And uh, so it's at the point where it kind of bends down in the basement where I can't really get to it. So all these toys are stacked <laughs> going upstairs, which is why we can't get... I mean, what kind of toys are we talking about, Doug? Like, we got some collector's items. No, they're not collector's items. They're like uh, thrift store throwaway kind of things. Uh, Like, if I saw, you know, a you know Luke Skywalker, a He Man, or Battle Cat down there, oh, I would have ripped that sucker (laughs) out by now. We're taking out all the ductwork for Battle Cat. (laughs) get him out of there. Yeah, it's you can't have Battle Cat unless he has got the full gear, though. Yeah, that's that's the deal breaker right there. But I looked down it, and it's mostly like little kids' toys, like little trains and and stuff like that. I'm like, man, at some point, I can either clean that out or I could go get fans in the window. So I went and got fans in the windows because it's just easier that way. 
And I have air conditioning works. in I have air conditioning in my window, and it does a great job. But yeah, you, know, you can only run it for so long because if you've got central air going and an air conditioner, then <laughs> you know, electric bill is more than a mortgage payment. Yeah, it gets up there. Yeah, we've got the air conditioning issue where um, you get the very uneven distribution of the air conditioning throughout the house. So you've got, you know, basement is essentially an ice box. Uh, kitchen's pretty cold. You hit the second floor and you're starting to feel like the heat, like it's not getting all the way up there. So perhaps there are some toys lodged in the vents in my own home. Uh, so, Doug, now you've given me an idea to search out all my vents now to find out what's lurking in there. Well, as we're know, walking up our steps, you can actually feel where that divide is. It's yeah. it's kind of like um, like Route 80, where we know everything north of 80 is going to be terrible weather and everything south of 80 is really nice. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah, Because as we're going up, as soon as you get up past where the ceiling's at, going up the steps, you can tell like it's it's about to get really hot up here. Yeah, there's like a humidity force field yeah. uh, protecting the... The ground floor from the second floor, and you gotta you gotta get through that. I don't um, mind it too much, but other people in this house like it as an ice box. So we, it's a constant fight over who's controlling what. And if I could have my way, I'd probably just put a cot up in the basement, sleep down there where it's cold. It's nice. It's cool. Cool. Because I can control cold. the vents down there. Yeah, that that never hurts either. Um. So, Doug, um, I I was thinking before we came on to the show, I was like, this week has really flown by. This has not been so bad. You know, we kind of zipped through. feels like, you know, I only have gone through a couple of days. And I remembered Memorial Day was on Monday. I Which cheated. We were doing the short week. <laughs> um, was this – well, uh, let, let, me go, let me go with that question then. Was the day off on Monday a blessing or a curse? Did it – Give you an extra day to recharge, no. or did it throw everything out of off kilter? It it threw it off kilter, and I had to log in and work Monday morning oh. because not everyone in the world celebrates Memorial Day or has that as a day off for bank holidays or anything else. So I had I had a couple urgent requests that came in. I'm like, you know what? I'll do them. I shouldn't, but I'll do it. No, actually, I should probably do it. So I'm going to do it. I would have anyways. It's just, that's just the way I've always worked, especially when I was in IT. Like if something comes in, you, you just do it, whatever, it's fine. And th- but then I got into work mode was the problem. So I didn't mind doing the project that, that came in, but after I, I was logged in, I'm like, Ooh, well, I can answer this email. I can do this ticket. I could do that. Not thinking it's a holiday. And I, this yeah. could very easily wait till tomorrow, but I did it anyways. And it, it was fine. Uh, but later in the day, though, then I, I started thinking it was Sunday, yeah, which messed me all up <laughs> because we had stuff Monday night that we had planned, uh, some Zoom meetings, and I totally forgot what day it was. Even though it was a holiday, we were still going to do some Zoom things just with like family stuff like that. That's cool. So that that kind of like threw off my that, that just threw everything off. Then Tuesday came, I'm like, wait, do I have my Monday meetings or say Tuesday? I have to look at the kids' schedule. I'm like, I don't know what day it is. And thankfully, one of the podcasts I listen to, they have a live show on Tuesday nights along with the Sorgatron Media Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the barbecue shows I listen to at noon on every Tuesday, uh, the Barbecue Central show sends out an email saying, here's who's on the show tonight. I'm like, oh, it's a Tuesday. All right. Now I know where I'm at, I think. <laughs> but everybody else I talked to, it was the same thing. They're like, yeah, something happened with work or 
something threw it off. We don't realize that it's Tuesday, but we think it's Monday. And, and even today, I had to look at my calendar and go, okay, who was I supposed to meet with today? All right, I got this down. I think I'm right. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. And it doesn't help that the, the kids' schedule this week has been, has been crazy, too, because this is our last week of school. Oh, that's exciting. So it's well, it's the last week of actual learn like online learning, and the next week is finish up any of your projects, turn in your books, your Chromebooks, whatever's gonna happen there. So we've been uh we were sitting down getting projects done, and I have to give my oldest credit um because we've had issues with the online learning of teachers were putting stuff in like Google Classroom and other ones were putting it in this other thing called option C. And then there's Zoom meetings and everything. Not everyone was kind of centralized. And we realized that we were like 15 assignments behind in one class. Oh, <laughs> But we went in and we're like, oh, because it was submitted in one spot, but not the other. So we got some of them done. That way, the other ones we had to actually work on. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of just like last minute insanity. But everything's turned in. The teachers are happy with it. Kids got graded and, and we're set. But it's like that, oh, my God, it's already the end of May. Yeah, it's what amazing. Yeah. And the kids I mean, are going to be here twenty four seven. You know, starting in about a week. Now, what do we do? Yeah. Well, I mean, this. The, I mean, we've been going basically in lockstep with from the point where this whole lockdown drama started. This is episode eleven, Doug. You've survived eleven weeks in lockdown so far, and um, I mean, I, our district. We've got a few more weeks. A vaguely named few weeks. I don't really have not asked when we're done. I don't mm-hmm. want to know. I just want to keep forging ahead. Uh, but just like you, I, I am concerned about this this pile of uncompleted assignments that are lurking somewhere. And, and I've tried to be extra, you know, searchy when I'm going through the assignments on the Google Classroom with, um, with my youngest, kind of making sure, okay, any strange extra emails from a teacher? Um, is there anything, what's underneath this, Thing with no due date assigned to it, which is like super long, but seems to get whittled away as you work through it um, over the days. But yeah, I'm nervous that we will get to what should be the official end of the school year, and there will be like another week of work that must still be completed uh, before I can get my children, you know, shoved across that finish line. The, the whole no due date thing really just messed us up because when my kids were looking at it, like, oh, well, I still have time on this. And I'm like, guys, you have like two days. Like, we got to make sure everything is taken care of around here. And it's been uh, it's been challenging, but we're we've gotten better with it. And I, I give the teachers all the credit in the world because of the fact that they they've been very helpful with and understanding with. Okay, look, we're all in a new situation here. Let's let's kind of figure this out. But also, we're you know we're in the middle of a merger and a church merger and uh, just tons of stuff going on at once and yeah <laughs> and, and then even like the state of pennsylvania is changing on who's open who's not open we've got people going green there's other ones staying yellow people are in the red like yeah if, if, if you're listening to us and you're not in pennsylvania we're using this county by county model where it's it's red it's yellow it's green um are we the only ones here, pennsylvania that? we're kind of in the green I, I mean i've talked to people from other states and they've been like it's one or the other. I think New York is it's all one way or it's all the other. Um, maybe I, I kind of feel like going county by county is the way to go, especially of a fairly large state, which I believe Pennsylvania is still considered a fairly large state. Um, 
some living in larger states may disagree on that one, but that's neither everyone here nor there. At us. Yeah, everyone in Texas just laughed. Um, so, <laughs> my, my child's about to do a run-in. When's your last day of school? Um, June. June. Eight. Eight? Maybe. That doesn't seem too far away. Uh, Tina from Seattle chimed in. She says they're done on June 19th. Wow. Uh, yeah, so... And she also says in Washington State they're doing things in phases too. So that's um, yeah, that's good to know. Um, it, it is kind of a, like a weird zone that we're in right now. Kind of this uncertainty of like, are we back? Are we not? I mean, we know we're not all the way back. That's not coming right. anytime soon, right now. But you know, we're trying to, you know, kind of feel our way through this kind of yellow green mode that we're in right now. Yeah. The, the big thing for us is that we so we have family that are out towards Philly. Then we also have, which has always been like a reddish kind of area because that's been a hot spot. We have a lot of family in the green in central PA right now. And then we're over here in the yellow. And it, it's funny because like Erie is yellow, Pittsburgh's yellow. Everyone else is pretty much going green. We're like, okay, so... Can we still go visit family? We're not sure if we can go into the green. Do we have to let people know if we go into the green and come back into the yellow? Like, there's no, <laughs> there's nothing that's really keeping that you know, that information really current. We're doing our best to stay, uh, you know, still do social distancing. Like, we traveled to visit family, and everyone stayed six feet away, and uh-huh. and it, it everything was fine with that. But we're like, okay, like, are there other like restrictions we're supposed to know about? Because right. Nobody seems to know, and it changes every day. So we're like, you know what? I think as long as we stay away from each other, which yeah. when it's family, it's not always the most difficult thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but but when you're told you can't, it makes it very difficult because you're like, now I really want to give out, give everyone hugs, <laughs> and I can't. Yeah. yeah, it's a little tricky. Uh, we actually had we had we held two gatherings at our house over the uh, long weekend on Saturday. Um, there was a little pay per views pseudo sporting event going on uh and we kind of like you know what i i kind of miss watching these kinds of things with my friends uh let's see if any of them want to come over we'll move the tv downstairs we'll put it in the garage we'll open the garage door everyone will stay outside no one will ever even enter our house unless it's to use the basement bathroom and the the big joke of it also was that like no food no we will serve nothing my wife and this is the best party we've ever thrown. We served <laughs> nothing. We prepped nothing. We cleaned the basement bathroom, and we had a thing of Clorox wipes and hand sanitizer sitting out in some lawn chairs, just sitting out in the driveway. We chalked it out with arrows, you know, so one way, just like the grocery stores coming one way into the house, coming the other way out of the house. Just absurd. It didn't really matter. There's only like five or six of us there, uh, but it worked, and everyone kind of stayed in their little area, and it didn't feel like. I uh, was shouting, you know, across this vast distance whenever I was, you know, talking with my friends while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. That worked. Um, and again, yeah, I, I don't know how we've done it, but I have somehow trained myself to not even think about the, the high five, the hug, the handshake. My brain has deleted all of that programming. It doesn't even attempt it anymore. It doesn't even think about it. Um, so that was a su- successful get together um, on Memorial Day. Uh, we decided to up the ante, um, had a couple of uh, family members over, had my dad over, had my sister over, and a couple of her kids. 
And like I said, we decided to up the ante. We brought out the uh, the water sports, basically. We had, like, the inflatable pool was out. The inflatable slide was out. Uh, and we just turned our two boys loose, and they played with their uh, slightly older cousin, um, who is three? Three years old? Okay. And, um, yeah, and that worked, too. Grill out, you know, worst outdoor grilling, you know, ever you know, by me. <laughs> Doug, don't even get me started. I know you're an expert I, on these I, things. I don't. I don't judge. I yeah. everyone. Everyone's got their own. I was there one day. It, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at right now. So I, I yeah. definitely don't judge anyone. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, very, very simple. Just burgers, dogs, you know, potato salad from the store, and that was it. And again, it was just like it was just like five or six people. And, uh, but again, I think we all did really well with it. Like there was no, nothing ever felt like, okay, we're getting too close to one another. Um, and again, like, as we've talked about with kind of like the Buffalo crew, uh, where they've tried their like pods within pods when they've been like doing their self lockdown where they agree, okay, we're going to stick with our group and we'll be able to get together as long as we don't see anybody else. So as long as we keep our circle tight, Mm -hmm. we'll be okay. And since, you know, my sister and her kids, they don't, are not seeing too many people and you know, our household, we're not, you know, basically going anywhere, seeing anybody uh, for virtually any reason, unless it's just to get out of this, get to the store or something like that. Um, the circle's pretty tight. So um, for this weekend, it worked a couple days here or there. Now I'm not going to, you know, push it and start having people over every weekend, but uh, yeah, I think it worked out. Okay. Um, and it made for a semi more normal feeling Memorial day, which was kind of cool too. What's been fun around here is, and we've talked with some of the other parents, and they they've said the same thing. Like, we we haven't left, like really, besides to go to the grocery store and back, and we haven't visited much other family or anything. So our kids are playing together right now. They're they're running around, they're playing, and, but the kids know. Like, I can only get so close to each of my friends, and they've we've watched them kind of from a distance, and they're they've been they've been better at it than most adults, mm-hmm. and they're just like oh, because to them. It's just, okay, it's just another thing. Yeah, we can't, like, we can't play football and basketball and tackle each other, but we can still go ride bikes. And that's what they've been doing. They've been riding bikes and doing other, and they've actually been, fit, like, recording things, too, of what it's like in quarantine time. Yeah. And so it, I, I'm anxious to see how this is going to turn out because I, I've watched a couple of the videos. I'm like, guys, this is, it's not bad. Like, Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing better than some adults I know right now. So let's <laughs> maybe you could do something with this. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting once summer gets here though. Cause it's, we did go out and buy an inflatable pool. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a huge one. Just, it's, you know what? It's, it's the one I think that most families are buying right now. Like I saw uncle crappy had posted on Facebook that he bought the, <laughs> he bought the same pool that we got. And like five other people said, Oh yeah, I went out and bought that one because it's, I think it's like three feet high maybe 10 feet long, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like a great pool because kids can go in it and adults can go in it and not touch anyone. Like, right. And we don't have big yards where we're at. So it, it actually fits in our backyard. Um, my wife wanted to upgrade to a bigger one. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I think of is if it pops, we're flooding everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not dealing with that. Uh, yeah. But the, the one that we have right now is fine and it's it's worked. So far, it, it's a shame that, you know, Dormont Pool is not going to reopen, but I understand why it's not reopening. Yeah. Uh, but I did see, I believe it was today, they announced that uh, state parks and beaches will be reopening. 
Yes. So maybe a trip to Presque Isle is in the works here soon. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is definitely getting to that point where, and uh, my wife is from Erie, and so we have her parents living up there in Erie, and definitely the, the, the conversation's been happening a lot more, like, you know, that is this the weekend we're going to go up and see your parents? Or is this the weekend we're going to Erie? Are we going to actually hit the road in the middle of all this? And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is this the weekend we should go? I don't know. It, it's this weekend or next weekend. It feels like this weekend, uh, this weekend it's going to, I think it's supposed to rain. So you might want to wait. All right. Great excuse to put off that visit to the, I think it, it's uh, yeah. like the next couple of weeks, it's supposed <laughs> to be really nice out, but it's, it may not be until July 1st when they open. I think it, so it's probably the following weekend is when they're going to open the beaches, but they had, it was some weird, typical Pennsylvania. It's some weird way how they're going to roll this out. And since uh, June 1st is a Monday, mm-hmm. you know, so that's when it starts. So you can't really do anything this weekend, but maybe next weekend you can go out and do something. Um, I did hear that at one point the line at Sarah's down on Presque Isle went from Sarah's restaurant all the way up past Waldemere. Because yeah, I you, believe that. you have to have cars, you have to go through the drive through to mm-hmm. get your food. So the line went all the way up past Waldemere. I'm like, I could see that. And if I had a coupon, I'd probably be waiting in line too because I really like Sarah's. I've been, and I, I can totally see how that could happen. I've sat in some epic drive-through lines during this uh, during this whole situation over the past couple months. There's there's a Chick Fil A near my house. <clears throat> this sucker backs up out of the parking lot. It goes around the building. It goes out into the adjacent parking lot. It goes like down. You know, like they, they've got like the pseudo roads that go through the parking lots. It goes oh, out into the parking yeah. lot of the shopping center. This is the one near Century Three Mall for all you Yinzers. And it goes all the way down past the DSW, past the Value City Furniture. It's almost reaching the Best Buy. Like this line is long, and it's like this. It's every day, twenty four. It does not matter what time you drive by. You drive by at noon. It's lined up around the block. You drive by at five o'clock in the afternoon. It's lined up around the block. I don't know. And you know what? I'm the idiot too. I've sat in that drive-through once or twice, and then I got wise and started to order in advance. That works a little bit better. Um, and now I'm trying to think of the other places that have like been really backed up. There's a Chipotle nearby, but yeah. granted, they don't have a drive for a drive-through. Um, but Pete, there's a swarm of people outside this Chipotle, constantly just waiting for their food. It just at least like 10, 15 people all the time, just standing out there waiting. Well, you know, uh, Wendy's on West Liberty is like that right now. Like, they go out into West Lib waiting to get into that place. McDonald's is half a block away and there's nobody there. Oh. Now, granted, there was, there was an incident on at the McDonald's on West Liberty, which if you want to Google that, you're more than welcome to, but it is not work safe uh, to probably read most of it. But I do know the um, the Chick-fil-A you're talking about because we shop at the GFS right down there. Yeah. And every time we've gone down there, we make the comment of, look how long that line is at Chick-fil-A. We <laughs> are the same. Yeah. But, and you know what? The one in Bethel is the same way, too. Like. On su- like, well, not on Sundays, but like on Saturdays, like we, that's when we really notice it. Like, it will go out, and this is before the whole pandemic. The line for that would go out and like wrap around 
on to, you know, as far as it could go. And someone's out there taking orders. But when you get up to that window, your order's ready. Like it's, it's a well-oiled machine out there. I mean, they have no choice. Like there would be traffic jams everywhere if they didn't uh, do something. Our, our man Sorgi's chiming in here with all your uh, Pittsburgh area drive through info. Chick-fil-A and Robinson has Ooh, 40 yeah. takeout spots, but there's still people sitting in line. I, I know, Sorg, the mobile ordering is definitely a lifesaver, and I've started to do that with the Chick-fil-A, and I will try to do that uh, with most most places when I feel compelled to go out and uh, pick something up because, yeah, it, it feels better to just sit in your parking space and wait for 15 minutes with your phone than it does to sit in that drive through line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Wendy's on West Liberty... Yeah, apparently this is one of the more notorious places. So if you don't have any up in uh, Green Tree, I have to give them credit because it's it's the one night when we were going when we were trying to figure out what to eat, uh, we got one of those e coupons that showed up and said, you know, buy one get one meals at at Olive Garden. We're like, hmm, this could be interesting, and we had it priced out that the four of us could eat for under thirty dollars, which doesn't happen for a family of four at Olive Garden. So we're like, you know what? We can't even do that at Eaton Park or anywhere else. So what the heck? Let's do it. I got there and they're like, okay, well, you're in spot 18. So just pull right over there and we'll bring it out. And I looked around and there were 18 other people in front of me and there was other ones that were filtering in. I'm like, this is actually kind of cool. I rolled down the window. I was playing on my phone for a little bit. And within 10 minutes, I had my food and I was out of there. And they, they I popped the trunk and they put it in the trunk for me. Yeah, um, I did. Um, we did take out from a Texas Roadhouse near our house, and they were really fast. They like the, the same deal. Do the carry out order, order ahead. You pull up. There's a lady there waiting for you. You roll down your window. She asks your name. You give your name. She points you into a spot. You pull into your spot. You sit there. You look at your phone for what feels like a minute and a half. And next thing you know, someone's tapping on your window. Yeah, and they just put it right in your back seat for you, and yeah. you, and you drive off like it's nothing. So some of these places really have it together so definitely texas roadhouse has been a has been a standout and uh there's definitely some other local places uh atrius has done a pretty good job uh although i start to worry sometimes that i'm eating out too much but i'm just like get the food (laughs) you know it it really it feels patriotic to be eating out right now and and, order takeout doesn't it doug yeah and and we make it a point that it's at some point we worked in in service industry so we will we tip heavy for it because it's they're not making a lot of money we know it's tough right now for a lot of the it's most of it's a lot of kids too yeah but also you know we see parents that are out there because you know they they're trying you know everyone's trying to get by uh and we have not had one bad experience with any of our takeouts everyone's been very cordial like more nice than usual like if you some restaurants that we've gone to in the past, if someone's having a bad day, you know, that the, they can let you have it. Or if you just yeah. have a nasty waitress, which we've had a few times. Um, and then when we, when we've had all these takeout options, so everyone's like, thank you so much for coming in. I'm like, hey, I tell them, thank you for being open. Thank you for safely preparing my food because we are so stressed out at home. I couldn't even think of dinner tonight. And yeah. like, you're helping my mental wellness by being open. Yeah, exactly. And I try yeah. to hit as many local places as I can, but sometimes that's just not feasible. Like every once in a while, I'll get you know we'll get some, a, a letter in the mail, um, and it, it'll have like a gift card in it from a, an older family member, just saying, "Hey, you wanted to send you something. Uh-huh. If, you could, if you could go get something for the kids or go do something, because our local places you can't buy the gift cards online necessarily. Or right. you know, if, if mom's in Giant Eagle and she sees something for like Olive Garden or any of the Darden restaurants, then hey." 
I'll send it down. Maybe they can go grab an appetizer or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely want to support the local places, the smaller businesses. And we definitely try to do that uh, to pick and choose. But yeah, you're even right. Like, you know, these larger franchises, they've got workers who are, you know, they're workers just like us, you know. So even yeah. though it's got a big national name on the front of it, those are still people who need those jobs and need the traffic to keep them uh, keep them in business and, you know, just create the man hours that they need to staff that place so that they can keep paying people. Well, that's the way I see it too. Is it because I I did get some slack from you know go figure so you know people on social media gave me slack because I said that I, I went to Olive Garden They're like there's mom and pop places you need to go to I'm like I do but you know what these other people also are our neighbors our brothers and sisters and moms and dads they're working too and they need to make a living so you know what if I can help them out too you put your snobbery aside you help everybody. We buy local, we buy chain it, whatever, whatever works for whatever you're doing. Because honestly, it was easier for me to order from my phone to pick up from Olive Garden and just go up there and have 15, 20 minutes of peace and quiet so I could be on my phone, get my dinner and then go home to where everybody was like screaming and running around and playing video games. Uh, Tina, Tina's jumping in. Tina from Seattle's jumping in the chat room again. And uh, she mentioned that she got to finally use the cocktail delivery option up there in the Seattle area. What? Uh, she said it was cool. She said the driver just used an app, scanned her ID, make sure she was 21. Tina was very nice of him to ask. Uh, and I don't blame him for that for a second. And Doug, allegedly we have cocktails to go here in the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I have not tried it. Have you tried it? Are you I going have, to try this? I, I am not. To go. I am not going to try it. Uh, just because I can buy beer. Indeed. So if beer wasn't an option, it's, I, I mean, I can still buy beer cheap. I can go to Sheets and pick up my Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Or, suffered a major downgrade, but it's going to be all right. We're going to work through this. It'll be gone soon anyways. Well, and then I also you know, I went to Sheets, and I did get the uh, the hot dog beer. Which, oh. Uh, Spend a couple bucks more and get something else that you look really like. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a bad beer. I mean, you don't taste hot dogs at all. It doesn't it, taste like hot dog. Yeah. No, it, it's a it's a dry IPA, which isn't my style. It's, it's not something that I'm crazy about. Uh, I can objective objectively objectively. There we go. Um, drink a beer and be fine. You know, and say here's what I think about the beer. I just it it, it was just kind of boring to me. Which is fine, and people could drink it and like it, but there's no hot dog taste to it at all. No, who's making this hot dog beer? I can't even say their name. Sheets. We'll just say it's Sheets making it. I doubt it. No, it's but okay. They they donated the hot dogs that went into that went into the brewing of the process. Sheets hot dogs. Yes, yeah, they actually use Sheets hot dogs. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, we all love Sheets here in PA, but I mean, the hot dog from Sheets is. The lowest life form, probably from the MTO menu, but yeah, it's um, I, I believe they it's Nishamini. I can never okay. pronounce. That's just one of those words I always get like mush mouth when I try to say it. Nishamini, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Nishamini Creek. I love when they drop those little names in there. Part of the joy of living here in PA. Um, I can't say half the cities out in eastern Pennsylvania, but I'm going to say Nishamini because I, I say it with like a Pittsburgh accent is the problem. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of messes everything up. In my head, I can hear how to say it, but verbal, like actually, you know, 
coming out with out of my mouth and I butcher it every time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is a dry hop IPA. It's uh, 5.5%, which it, it's session beer. It's not, you can drink a few of those. I just, it just wasn't that appealing to me. Sorry to hear that. Um, so there, there's a quick beer review for, listen to your parents talk about beer. This is what the people have come for because we have got to get whatever means at our disposal. We've got to get through this together. It was worth trying. I'll put it that way. But for the, for the, back to the slushy thing though. Uh, so there's Beer Lime and Sunshine up in Green Tree, right next to the Starbucks, which also has a ridiculously long yeah. drive-through line all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're open right now, though. Probably not this hour, I, or like at all right now. Like at all, I haven't seen too many people up there. I know that like some of our Starbucks just started to reopen. You know, the one in Banksville I think has new hours. Yeah, but the uh, the Beer Lime and Sunshine. So I forget who I was saying this to. I, I, brought, I mentioned this recently because someone else had asked me about beer slush or not beer slushies, about alcohol slushies and beer lime and sunshine has, has been making slushies for a while with from what I remember of the sign. It was like four loco and maybe like Schmirnoff or something. I don't know how they're making it or what license they have to make it, but I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, this is great because there was a longer line for people waiting for those than waiting to actually buy beer. Because they put them in styrofoam cups and then they drink them. They like go out to their cars. Now, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. But that's like grabbing a six pack and going out in your car and drinking it. Uh, Also, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that either. Just just Uh, be responsible, kids. Come on. We're all like, we're all, all right. Most of us, when it comes to enjoying a beverage, have reached. At this point in our lives, Doug, most of us, when it comes to consuming alcohol, have reached the pro-veteran level. We know our limits. We know when to say when. We, we put it in sippy cups. In tutu. And when we understand the rules, we set our boundaries, we know exactly what we're doing, mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing to fear. And I, I think, it's, uh, I think well, it's okay to celebrate that. Unless we're at home. Then it's like no holds bar. Exactly. Uh, that's right, pretty much how it works. <laughs> one more thing before we run out of time. Yeah. A lot has happened since the last time we had you on the show. But uh, you shared a story about taking your – since we were talking about the state parks, some of the parks are reopening. Um, you recently mentioned uh, – I saw on social media you were posting about taking your boys down the Montour Trail. Yes. Um, so you want to talk about that real quick and kind of let people know how that went? Uh, that, was, that was really fun. I've never actually been on the Montour Trail before because I don't own a bike. So we, uh, we took the boys down and we just, we walked because we, at the time we didn't have bikes Two two boys did. And that's what sold us on. We have to get bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up getting one for my wife for mother's day. I got her this like classic Schwinn design, which she loved. And, and she's rode that a few times. And then I ordered one on, um, was it from Walmart just because I, I don't want to spend $400 on a new bike if I'm not going to ride it. I just right. want something just to go on trails with. And that's been moved from back order to back order. I don't even think I'm going to see this thing till the end of June at this point. <laughs> but when we on that when we went on that trail though, it was cool that everyone was pretty much was respectful of like what was of everyone else's personal space and uh the kids got to ride and everyone people, some people had masks on. Others didn't, which was fine because you're you're staying far enough away. They had like masks around them, like if you would stop, 
yeah, the mask was there, but it's tough to ride a bike and you've got that piece of cloth like right there in your face. Yeah. Uh, but everyone kept their distance. And I thought that was really cool. And then I, I started talking to a few other friends about it and they're like, you should really think about getting into biking because it's, it's a fun family activity. You know, you just, you get out and you just, you ride a bike. I'm like, I haven't done that since like high school. Hmm. Like just rode a bike <laughs> for the heck of it. And, and I had a good time uh, riding uh, my son's bike. Then later I got to go on it with, uh, he has a, like a 10 speed that he was riding. Of course, before he breaks it. <laughs> yeah. what, what else happens with a kid's bike? Uh, but I got to ride that a few times with him. And I'm like, wow, I go, this really is fun. Like I should think about buying one. And then that's when we, we ended up placing that order with Walmart. And if I like that, then you know what? I'm trading that in. I'll get a, one that I really want to get, but I'm not dumping the cash in like a four or $500 bike if if this is something I'm going to do once or twice a year. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a tough commit, um, yeah. the biking life. But I, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the trail sounds awesome. Um, it, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful trail that we want. I probably talked about this too many times on this show, but uh, my family and I have taken multiple trips to uh, Ohio Pile State Park, uh, and it's been great both times we went. Um, and again, the same thing you described, Doug, it's just people kind of like, there are people there, you are seeing other people, they are around, but everyone's kind of maintaining their, you know, their bubble, you know, and everyone's very respectful of it. So you don't even really have to worry about, you know, keeping a mask on or anything like that, because you're just not in contact with people. And then if you're lucky enough, you find the right, you know, find a trail to go down, you don't see anybody and it's great. And you're in the outdoors and it's, yeah, just like bicycling and, going to the parks. It's crazy stuff that I would not have even considered before any of this started. And now I'm one of these idiots out here in the park with my family, like well, I, a crazy outdoorsman. Uh, but it's great. I can get used to it. Definitely. It's, it's interesting that it's kind of, it, it's interesting to see people trying new things yeah. during a time when they're supposed to be locked down in their homes. It's like any opportunity to get out, you're not just going to do the same old, same old. You're going to get out and try something new, something that you know that that you want to do. And uh, I think that's nice. Well, I think uh, like a, a positive that's coming out of the virus because it's and the whole quarantine thing. Because I mean, obviously, it's, we're not trying to downplay anything that's that's happened up to this point, the severity of it. But I, I think it's showing a lot of people though that you know you're taking a hard reset on your life and you're, you're having that chance now to say like, okay, what can I do better? Or what can, what can I start doing? That's, you, know, you take that step back from work or from like the craziness of everyday life. Like, okay, I need to spend more time with myself. What can I do? And I mean, exercise is definitely a part of it, but then I start asking like, okay, well, what can I do? Because everything's closed. Mm-hmm. And, and then I sit back and start drinking more beer and thinking about it, what I could do later. But, uh, but like the, the biking was a big thing and walking, like I I've done a lot of walking. My, uh, Fitbit doesn't show that because I, you know, during the week I'd also work downtown and work other places. So I was constantly walking, but like actually walking for fun. And I would load up on podcasts and we just go somewhere. So it, it's, it's been fun. It's been uh, interesting to see different things that we can do and finding out, you know, different activities. One thing that I, I didn't expect was I gave in and I, I played a game of Fortnite, which I felt like the, uh, the skit from SNL was really? Adam driver. I, I, I finally played my first game of Fortnite and I got a kill 
which surprised me, but my youngest was happy because he's like, I really want to teach you how to play Fortnite. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I, I've caved. I'm like, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. I had a good time with him. I, I'm not going to get into Fortnite. I play other sure. games, but I was just like, yeah, okay. And there's something else I didn't think I would ever try because I was so anti Fortnite because I just, I can't stand it. But then I played, I'm like, eh, all right. It's Whatever. Hard. Yeah. Like, it's, and you know what? This is something you and I are doing that you're a big fan of it. And let me, like, I want to, I want to understand why you love this so much. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad. Uh, Dave and Tina, we, we hope to have them on tonight, but they weren't able to make it. But uh, Dave plays a lot with his kid and we often get together. My son, my youngest, Dave and his kid, and we go running and, you know, eventually, inevitably, there's these moments where Davey and I will, will branch off and it'll just be like two dads wandering the landscape. And Doug, I think you'd look good in that posse. I think we should uh, drag you here just for one night. We can get you in here. And uh, three dads. I could do Apex. I'm always down with Apex. I'm trying well, to get sword into it. I can't, I can't get it too, too much into Apex. I, I know my youngest has tried once or twice, but... Uh, Sorgi, what do you think about Apex? You like Apex? Yeah, Sorgi likes Apex. Uh, we are coming up on 10 o'clock on the East Coast. Doug, you've, you've said a lot of very strong things tonight. Is there anything else inspiring wisdom you want to share before we uh, see ourselves out? Oh, ins- uh, inspiring words of wisdom from Doug. Let's see. Um, YouTube can't replace the dad, but it can teach <laughs> a lot of neat things. <laughs> That's just vague enough to work. I'll take that. We're going to run with that. Words of wisdom from Doug. Uh, I would just let everybody know that, uh, you know, I, I will offer here, – here's some words of inspiration. The end of the school year is right around the corner. It's all downhill from there. You're going to make it. You're going to make it through the school year, parents. And then the kids, you don't have to pay any attention to them anymore. You can just leave them there to waste away for the next few months. It's going to be great. You're almost there. You've done it. All right. So uh, congratulations to you. The most is for everyone. (laughs) Have yourself an extra alcoholic slushy when the school year comes to an end. Reward yourself because (laughs) you know what? You earned it, parents. You did it. Uh, Doug, thank you very much for coming on the show. A lot better than me talking to myself. Sorgatron, thank you very much on the ones and the twos. Go to Sorgatron Media. Check out all we have to offer. Rate, review, subscribe, plug, hit that bell. Anything that feels right, do it. Support Sorgatron Media, they're doing great things. They're churning out content for you to enjoy in the comfort of your own home. So make sure you keep uh, hitting SorgatronMedia.com. Always new stuff every single day uh, for your ear holes. So uh, thank you very much, Sorg. Thank you very much, Doug. Thank you for listening and watching. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you then. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.